2: This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, as Mr. Announcer Man said. And coming up in a few short weeks, September 24th, 8 to 5 p.m. It's the Simsbury Flying Classic Car Show, Food Truck Festival, all the fun things drone demonstrations, helicopter rides, car show seminars. Mark it on your calendar, Sunday, September 24th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., one day only this year, and we'll get into a little bit of why that is, because one of our great friends and a friend of the show, Bill Thomas, unfortunately lost his life earlier this year. He passed away with a short battle of cancer. So, Bill, this one's for you, buddy. We're going to make this show one heck of an event. So, joining me this morning is Dave Pelazon he's one of the members of the flying clubs he's a sponsor he's an organizer he's all the things and also Brad Griswold the manager of the mighty Simsbury airport out there gentlemen thank you for joining me today Oh, so so glad
0: to be here with you. Thanks so much for having us, Joey.
2: Not a problem. thank you so much. Well, thank you. And we'll start with you, Dave. We're going to, you know, Brad's the manager of the airport, but I want to start with you, Dave, as a Flying Club member. You know, the Simsbury Fly-In, it's been going on forever. What does something like this mean to the flying community?
1: Well, I think um, uh, it expands the knowledge of general aviation. It shows that it's uh, accessible to a lot of people. It shows that um, that the airport can bring a lot of people together for many different things, including the uh, we have the Boy Scouts uh, get involved with the airport at uh, the fly-in parking cars. We have the uh, classic cars uh, that come in. We have uh, uh, seminars on both cars and aviation. And it was really interesting to me that um, the turnout over the years is, is getting really large. I mean, I think last year, Brad, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was over 10,000 people uh, I think and, that's easily. Yeah, and it was just a great uh, community event. And in some parts of the country, you know, airports are under attack. But in the Simsbury, uh, uh, Granby, uh, you know, Farmington Valley area, the um, the airport really uh, has a pretty good reputation as being an asset of the community. So I, I think it's a, a great event. It seems to be kind of the fall, the beginning of fall for a lot of people. And uh, we always have a great turnout. And um, we'd like to see that continue.
2: And that's one of the things, Brad, you guys have over at the Simsbury Airport kind of fostered, you know, this this little airport became so mighty. I mean, it Everyone in the area knows about this event, the Simsbury Airport, like this event has taken on a life of its own. I mean, just I'm just looking at the seminars that you guys have going on on that day, starting at nine thirty in the morning through 30 in the afternoon. You gave me the schedule. I mean, stuff starts at eight a.m. You got breakfast, food trucks. There's things all day. I mean, this has grown to an event that Bill has fostered to become a regional event. I mean, you guys have food trucks, cars, planes coming in from all over New England. So build it something right.
0: Uh, you can say that again. And it's, it's not only New England. I mean, we, we've gotten planes as far away as I've seen Florida and Ohio in some years, which absolutely boggles my mind. Um, and that's one of the great things is that, uh, you know, aviation and cars, there's, you know, in food trucks, there's something there for everyone. Um, and it's one of those few places where, okay, you go to an air show. Don't get me wrong. I love air shows. I go to them every year, um, but you, you, know, you rarely are able to get up and close with the aircraft. You know, you're, you're looking at it from afar here, you're, you're, right up, you're right up with the airplanes there. You're seeing them right up on the runway. Um, everything you see that happens there at the airport during the day is just what are considered standard airport operations which means that allows spectators to really get up there and see what general aviation and, and the car community and, and all of those things are all about. And, and it's really that accessibility, which makes it so special.
2: And that's the thing, it's accessible for everyone. It's, you're, I mean, you're on the runway, you're looking at these things. One of my son's friends kind of went to this a few years back. Now he's taking flying lessons at one of the other airports in this area. Like you never know what's going to spark someone, whether it's the cars, the food trucks, the, you know, the learning to fly stuff seminar the restoration for hot rods or the other end of the spectrum vw bugs which everyone knows i'm a big fan of because i own a 74 but you guys do have someone for everyone you know you can unfortunately you know kids are kids and you can drag them along but i guarantee they're going to have a fun time whether it's hitting the taco truck low and slow get some pulled pork mac and cheese and ice cream on the hot days of summer there's something for everyone at this event and if you know as, before we get into a little bit more, where can people go if they're looking for this whole rundown, Brad?
0: Oh, absolutely. They can go to SimsburyFlyIn.com. Uh, there they can get the entire rundown of the event. We'll have maps scheduled. We'll tell you all about the seminars. Uh, we'll tell you about best ways to get in, directions, uh, parking, and everything else
2: cuz that you do you do pull in like you said you know like dave said there's a lot of people that came last year you're not just going to go park easily you'll make it easy but there's a little bit of parking and oh my gosh you have to walk people it's an airport you're on the run <laughs> do a little walking you know get out you can like i said you have the car show you have the airplanes you have helicopter rides which one of these days i'm gonna do i'm not a big fan of heights but i don't mind flying so helicopter rides is like a weird one for me but there is there's something for everyone going on at this event brad
0: there is you know you you can start off the day there and we're you know we're gonna the great thing is you see everything so like at the beginning of the day uh weather permitting we're hopefully going to see some folks doing some powered paragliding so those are the guys who have like parachutes right and those fans on their back in fact they're doing uh, a demonstration, and then hopefully later in the afternoon, 1:30, they're going to have a seminar. Um, there'll be uh, several flight schools there. So if you've ever wanted to, you know, know about learning how to fly, um, you're going to have uh, Future Flyers of Connecticut there. You're going to have Learn to Fly CT. Uh, there's going to be a learning to fly seminar at 12:15. If you really want to get into depth, um, you know, like you said, for the car guys at uh, there's going to be two different seminars on like restoring classic cars. One about some hot rods. One about VW bugs. Uh, you know, maybe you should park your uh, beautiful 1974 blue one over there. Just saying. <laughs> um, and, and you know, if there's even uh, things about there for like people getting in, at you know, even just kind of the base level, we've heard about like ultralights. We're going to have a seminar. Right in the morning, 9.45 a.m., will be uh, a, an ultralight on display there that's just been completed. It's absolutely beautiful. It's called a, a Legal Eagle, and it's, it looks like a little uh, miniature World War I. Planet. It's pretty cool. Um, and um, the great thing is we also have, um, you know, uh, groups throughout the community who come in and uh, help demonstrate aviation and cars as well. So um, uh, we'll have some folks coming in doing a gyrocopter display. Um, Learn to Fly CT is actually bringing in an electric airplane, right? So this is called a Pipistrel Electro or uh, Alpha Electro. And they're going to be doing one. It's the only electric aircraft that I know of in Southern New England. And the real cool thing is uh, family Ford of Enfield is going to come in. And you wonder about the charging infrastructure for planes and things like that. today. Mm. Well, we're going to charge the plane. Off a of Ford F one hundred and fifty Lightning during the day, um, so I mean you can you can come there and you can quite literally see the electric future of planes and cars and trucks all in one. It's it's going to be super neat. Um, you know you talk about like a lot of the local airspace in Connecticut. You, you think about World War II and how much Connecticut contributed to the the war effort. In World War II. You have uh, companies like Pratt and Whitney, but you also have like Sikorsky and uh, a command helicopter. Right. They're just five, 10 miles away from us. They're going to be bringing in what's called an H43 Husky. Now, uh, this has two rotors on it. Um, it's nicknamed the egg beater, I believe.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> and It is it is a helicopter, doesn't have a tail rotor, looks like none other. You got to come by and see it. it it's going to be super cool.
2: And that's the thing, you know, like, and Dave, I'll get into this with you a little bit, is Connecticut has this amazing air industry. Like you said, there's Command, there's Pratt & Whitney Raytheon, there's Sikorsky, Dave, is one of the, you know, the member of one of the flying clubs, are you seeing the younger generations get involved? Like, is there a is there an upsurge in the youth and the younger generations coming in? Do you see that in the air club? No,
1: unfortunately, uh, you know, one of the challenges we have in the air cl- in the century uh, flying club is the our age demographics are increasingly getting older. and We need to bring in uh, younger members uh, to continue, uh, you know, the aviation history. Uh, that's uh, been prominent in Connecticut. Look, it's a great uh, hobby. It's a great uh, learning tool for, for, uh, for teenagers. Uh, So I just hopefully when I think one of the great things about the flying is it does make aviation something achievable and real to a lot of people. As Brad said, it's not like going to an air show and someone's flying, uh, you know, the Thunderbirds are there or there's a a B-1 bomber or, some very exotic, you know, private airplane. But these are airplanes that a lot of people, uh, you know, own and maintain themselves um, and enjoy doing it. And it's a, it's a terrific hobby and a terrific basis for uh, furthering, you know, education and, and science and engineering.
2: And, and I think that's one of the things that, it, you know, the younger generation, the, the aviation industry has so many arms to it. There's, you know, the restoration, there's the maintenance, the repair, there's the flying, there's the designing of these, there's, you know, the drones, There's so many different levels. I don't think people understand how vastly expansive, especially in Connecticut, the aviation industry, whether it's the supply chains or anything else like that, is in the state of Connecticut. So for something like the Simsbury Fly-In, to kind of highlight and put those things out front for people, you know, grab your kids, grab a nephew, grab a niece, bring them out there and show them that there's a lot of history and aviation good being done right here in the state of Connecticut.
1: Yeah. And one thing I'd like to challenge the local schools, especially with a lot of the private schools in the area, but even the public schools, I wish they would have a, you know, course in uh, aviation science, which would allow, you know, uh, teens in high school to start working on a pilot's license, um, you know, because I think there's a lot of great uh, science and engineering stuff there. It gives them a goal and an objective they can achieve. And uh, I think that would be great to see the local uh, school systems uh, get more involved with the airport as well.
2: Right, cause, I mean, I'm still, in, in every, I still can't grasp my head around how like an helicopter with those tiny little blades can take off, let alone the command <laughs> K-Max that like can lift your house for just fun. Like it boggles my mind how <laughs> some of these things work. I mean, you should, you know, that's the thing, like you said, Brad and Dave, the pilots that are flying these planes and have worked on them are there for you to ask questions. They just didn't come to hit up a food truck, I mean, which is great they're going to do, but they're there to engage in the people that are visiting the Simsbury Fly and there's nowhere else you're going to get that one-on-one up close personal hands-on experience than the Simsbury Fly I think, Brad.
0: There's you know, if you go up to any any pilot, you go up to, to any classic car owner, they love nothing more <laughs> than to share their passion, right, about about flying, about their aircraft, about their car. And it's, it's those interactions which really make it special, right? Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's those personal connections that you make. Um, and for us, it's, it's also kind of like one of the big things we try and do is we try and make that personal connection with the community as well. Um, airports, you know, as Dave said, um, they're, they're somewhat of a, a dying resource. You, if you look at 10 years ago, there's 100 less public airports in the United States than there were 10 years ago, a hundred. Um, and, you know, Simsbury airport, is a public airport for, pu- you know, it's for public use. And um, we, we pay, you know, we pay tax money to the town there's tax paid on the land. We receive no state local or federal funds of any kind. We are entirely self-funded. Um, so what the fly-in does is it, you know, in addition to allowing us to promote aviation safety and, and education and Forming those bonds with the community, we our goal is to preserve a piece of public transportation infrastructure for the entire area, state, country to use at no cost to anyone. And like everyone there who, who works at the airport, even me as the airport manager, I don't take any pay. The most the most I get paid is a sandwich every once in a while <laughs> when I'm doing some mowing. Um, you know, so it, it's really that special connection to the community and, and our love for aviation and. And the Simsbury Flying Car Show and Food Truck Festival, uh, this year presented by Squadron Capital, really helps us do that. Um, and, And that's really a special thing.
2: And I think that's one thing, Dave and Brad, you're doing an amazing job getting this information out there, letting people know it's the 42nd, 42 years this thing has been going on. So if you've never been, just get out there, do it for Bill Thomas, an amazing friend who unfortunately passed away earlier this year. He's the voice usually here and we're talking about this, but Brad is in it this year, Dave's in it. We're gonna continue the tradition for Bill Thomas. 42 years is only the beginning, Bill. Don't worry, we'll keep this thing going. Simsbury, fly in dot com all the information's there simsbury fly-in classic car show food truck festival you know presented by squadron capital it's the 24th of september 8 a.m to 5 p.m so grab your calendar grab your phone open up the app throw that on there there's fly-in food trucks you can get breakfast you can get lunch you can get dinner you can get afternoon music you can get helicopter rides there's everything you can do there well brad Dave, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Let's get some people through the gates, look at these beautiful planes, beautiful cars, eat some amazing food, because there's things like this happening right here at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080.